Hey, everybody. Thank you for joining us today at RIG Podcast. This is Isaiah Diesel calling out of South Korea. And I am joined today with Ash. Ash, is that short for something? Yeah, a little something, a little something. Man, I know you want to know. Ashley. That's my actual name. Yeah. Ashley. Ashley. Yeah, yeah. Okay. All right. Well, Actually, I, I was engaged to a woman named Ashley. And um, I gave her the love name uh, Ashkosh Bagash. Man, you know something? I don't know if it could get any more creative than that. I really don't. I just feel like that's as creative as it can get. That's just as, that's almost, uh, that's like right there along with Pikachu and Bubbasaur, I think, right. you know? <laughs> and uh, where are you calling out of? I'm in Florida. I am in Gainesville, Florida currently. Yeah, so you're, so. you're a gator. Uh, first of all, right, um, more like a crocodile, not quite a gator. You get what I mean? So, yeah, but uh, no, not quite, not quite. You know, I'm just, I'm waiting on them to win something. When they win a little something, then I might be a gator. We'll see. I, I got to say very much, I'm very jealous of you. Um, you want to take a guess why? And, and, and why is that? Because my hair, it got to be the yeah, hair. Yeah, exactly. Everybody's jealous about the hair, bro. I know. <laughs> Actually, yeah. uh, you probably won't believe this, but uh, when I was like 13, 14 years old, uh, I used to put, I used to have, I, do, do, any chance you might be too young to remember Coolio? You know Coolio? I remember Coolio okay, like okay. yesterday. Okay, so yeah. I used to, yeah, I was in the old school hip hop. I cannot listen to this hip hop as it's produced <laughs> these days, but I used to have these right. like crazy dreads yeah. that were like Coolio, so, and I used to rap and everything. What? Listen, stages. man, you were the man back then. What, why are we talking? I need to interview you. What's good? I know, I know. <laughs> so, yeah. um, can you tell me just really quick, if you want to just give me like a two-minute uh, biography about yourself? Uh, nothing too intense, but kind of just give me some of your background, where you grew up, family. Right, right. So, um, as far as my background, um, I was born in Gainesville, Florida at Chance Hospital. Um, I grew up mostly in Ocala, Florida, which isn't too far away from Gainesville. And, um, and so um, I grew up in a Christian household, um, full-fledged Christian church all through the week. You know, um, the, the works, literally the works. Uh, actually, it was Pentecostal, uh, but my family comes from a Baptist background. So, I was gonna say. You know, they just kind of like, yeah, 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 like, you know, uh, uh, slid into the Pentecostal yeah. um, arena. Oh, okay. Did you, yeah. so, so did you, did you still have the pastor who would start sweating and how to pull out his thing? And, Absolutely. With the spit okay. on the mic. Yeah. And the mic was stand. Yeah. You had yeah. to have a 400 pound, at least one 400 pound black woman in the front with the fans. Do you have one of those? Listen, listen, about a three, four of them. And uh, they weren't playing no but games. One, you can't chew no gum. <laughs> one's the minimum. So if you have four, then... Listen, it's, it's a blessing. It's, 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 you know, quadruple the blessing. Yeah, yeah, we had them. We had them. We had them. Right. We had them. The whole nine. Uh, it's so funny. I, I like you, man. I like you. Man, listen, man. You know, I just be trying, man. I be trying to be likable. But sometimes it works. Sometimes it doesn't. Today is a good day. All right. So, but um, yeah. I saw you just got engaged, by the way. Congratulations! Thank you so much. I appreciate it. Yes, yeah. I'm definitely with the love of my life for sure. Um, and uh, and I'm I'm very happy about it. So, thank you, thank you for yeah. congratulating me on that. Um, but yeah, so I grew up with that background, the whole nine yards, and um, 
and I always would always have people saying, oh, you know, you, you, you'll you be a speaker or an apostle or a pastor or something, you know, things of that nature. I've always get those talks. I was never afraid to speak in front of people. Um, and, um, you know, I just felt like I was yearning for something more. I felt like there was more to life than just Christianity because that's literally all I grew up around. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, I didn't have any like incidents where I was molested or raped or anything like that. Um, I didn't have any issues like in that regard, mm-hmm. you know, cause I was, we were definitely sheltered. Mm-hmm. I did spend some time with my dad, um, for, but it was, it was a, a, not a, not an extended period of time, but it was enough time to, you know, kind of get to know him and all of that. So he kind of opened me up to looking into other things, you know, ideas of other things. Um, but he did it more on a subtle basis. It wasn't anything that was big. But anyway, fast forwarding, um, uh, I went through that my adolescent my adolescent years, um, and um, eventually I ended up moving down south and uh, getting into boxing. And um, uh, I went through like two or three different boxing coaches before I got to my mentor. Um, he's deceased now, but um, yeah, I got I got to him my mentor slash master. And he really opened me up, like really showed me the game um, on spirituality. And uh, I started realizing that it was more than just physical. I needed to be mentally and spiritually connected also. And so I started like delving down that road. And uh, before I knew it, you know, I I was doing fights and winning my fights. I only lost one fight, which was an amateur fight, my very first fight. Um, And uh, from there, I just kind of like kept growing. I kept growing. So uh, I ended up, you know, now, which is where I'm now, personal training slash uh, mentor mindset coach is, is what I'm uh, doing now, well, you know, currently. So, and I'm looking forward to transitioning more out of the personal training uh, more so than anything and getting more into the mindset coaching, the mentoring, because that's something that I definitely enjoy. And I feel like that's the next step for me for sure. But uh, as of now, I am still doing personal training. So I yes. see. So we like to do some icebreakers, and um, so I want to ask you a few questions about MMA and boxing, and then okay. we'll get into kind of like the meat and taters and cornbread of what we're going to be talking about. Cornbread. Yeah. Right. So, um, okay, so first question is, uh, who is your favorite boxer uh, of all time? Ooh. Um, I can't really just put, put, put a one. I really love Sugar Ray Leonard. Um, and I do love Sugar Ray Robinson. They both have uh, very unique styles. Uh, James Tony is also a favorite. So it's really hard for me to pick because everybody has a little something that, or or a lot of something that I enjoy, like different aspects of, of fighting. You know, some with defense. James Tony has really good uh, defense when it comes to you know the Philly shell. Um, just defense. His defense period is off the charts. Uh, Mayweather his is the same. You know, but and he's a great counter puncher. You know, so I, I can't really put my finger on just one. You know, I love the female fighters too, Clarissa Shields, uh, definitely Lucia Riker. You know, um, I, I I I love their unique styles. Everybody is unique, so I love them as you know, like the style that they 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 um, do. You know, I, I really enjoy the style, the type, the way that they box or the way that they fight, just in general. So yeah, I won't have just one man. Sorry. No, it's it's all good. Um. So I'm not a, I'm not into boxing really at all. But growing up, um, well, I'm gonna ask you this: How old are you? Twenty-seven. Twenty-seven. Okay. So yeah. you're probably a little bit too young to, yeah. You're. I think you're definitely too young to remember Mike Tyson, like in his glory days. 
You might have caught yeah. like the end, maybe whenever he was biting people. Yeah, yeah, I caught the hot, yeah, and I, I, you know, look on YouTube at the highlights too. Okay, so okay. yeah, 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 I know what you mean. <laughs> so he was just kind of like a terror growing up, but actually, a, yeah. a personal favorite was Lennox Lewis, and yeah. I think, I think he might be like the only boxer to ever like avenge both. Only he only had two losses, but uh, he avenged mm -hmm. both of them. So that's kind of a rarity. Yeah. Yeah, uh, let's see. In MMA, actually, now I think about it, um, I believe, what's his name? George St. Pierre did the same thing because uh, he had yes. two fights and then he came back and beat the guys. And so, came back. Yeah. Yes. So um, I know you said you're not that much into MMA, but uh, are there any fighters that you like in there? Um, Adesanya, I think I said it correctly. Oh, Adesanya. Yes, that's my boy. Yeah, that's my boy. He really reminds me of Anderson Silva, um, for sure. Um, uh, style bender because of, because of the way he fights and he's so relaxed. And yeah. with fighting, yeah, with fighting, you have to you have to be relaxed, you know. And and not saying that you get lazy, but you have to kind of go into sleep mode a bit as you fight. You can't just be tense and tight the entire time because mm -hmm. that's the sure way to you know um, lose like the majority of your stamina. And uh, end up in a end up in a hard spot, you know. Uh, so uh, he, I really enjoy his style. Really enjoy Anderson Silva when he was um, active. Uh -huh. uh, so yeah, but he he's definitely at the top of the list. I I will not kid. Um, um, but um, you know, and Clar Clarissa Shields actually just recently made her debut and she won her MMA fights. She's uh, trans, you know. She's um, um moved over into MMA. And um and and she, she's, she's looking pretty good. Yeah, no, no, no. She's not trans. She's not trans. Oh, no, oh. she. I'm saying she like transitioned is the word I was oh, looking oh, for oh. from boxing into okay, MMA. Okay, okay. Yeah, you gotta specify yeah, yeah, that. She transitioned. I mean, yeah, we might disagree a little bit on this one because I do believe that trans people should have rights, and mm. they shouldn't be discriminated against. But mm. on the other. On the other side, like being a feminist and being someone who cares about women, having a daughter and a wife, it's like, mm. man, if you were to let some people transition and get into the ring, they could mm. like do some really, really serious physical damage on women. So mm. that's, that's, it doesn't have to do with me. And I think about discriminating and stuff. Like, I really do think that we need to create like a third space for for trans people mm -hmm. but it's not fair like let's, okay let's just take the bathroom issue it's not fair to ask a trans person to go into a bathroom in which they're not going to feel comfortable with right right uh, right let's say okay. so say you're born female but you transition to a male mm. and so now you're a male you're not gonna it would be awkward for everyone especially if you look like a male right it's not going to be right for you to go walk into a bathroom um you know what i mean uh, around mm -hmm. a bunch of women because you look like mm -hmm. a male so that doesn't make sense right right but on the other side of that you do okay so if that's going to be uncomfortable for you well then you also have to think about the other people who are not going to be comfortable in there with you as well so mm -hmm. in south korea at the front of almost because you know i live in south korea at the front of almost every toilet they have like unisex dolls mm -hmm. and and i think i think a lot of them are mostly for like handicapped people 
So mm-hmm. I know it'd be kind of like, you don't want to see like a handicapped, like I know that sounds bad, but that just to me would be a compromise that would make everyone happy. Um, would mm-hmm. you agree with that? Mm-hmm. Well, um, here's the thing, right? Um, what I what I like that I've been seeing recently, and I'm just going to take a second to just kind of explain. What I like that I've been seeing recently is they have these family bathrooms mm-hmm. out here, right? So they have male, female, and then family. Okay. So if you're not really comfortable going into the male or the female, you can go into the family restroom also. Even if you don't have a family, people are going to use the restroom, period, point blank, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, and I really think it's a nice concept um to use um just to kind of like remain somewhat neutral you know what i mean when it comes to that because it is a sensitive situation right you know when it comes to that when it comes to the bathroom sports the whole nine now as far as uh the bathroom um i do think that over the years um as as we continue to evolve and grow there will be more creative ways to you know as far as like the restrooms um, as far as like any spaces where, you know, they're, they're, you know, people who are MTF or FTM, you know, female to male, male to female, yeah. uh, where they can feel more comfortable and feel more accepted. Um, and, and, uh, so I think it's, it's a unique idea, you know, it's a unique way to go about things. Now, as far as sports, I would definitely agree with you on the, having a third, a third section for, mm-hmm. for mm-hmm. right, because, you know, let's look, if you're looking at biology, you know, technically a male, uh, um, a male to female going inside of a female uh, race or, or cage fighting or something like that, it can be very dangerous for a biological female, right? Because, you know, that's a whole nother level of strength. Mm-hmm. Like you, we're here to compete. I mm-hmm. want to win. If I'm a male, if I'm a uh, male to female, I want to win. So I'm going to do every. I'm going to use everything I have to make sure that I win. Um, but I, on the other hand, so because me being unbiased and non-partial about it, on the other hand, it's going to force women, biological women, to really use their use their head, use their smarts, use whatever they can to make sure that they win and they stay on top. Yes, it's dangerous, but at the same time, it's almost, it's a push as well. It's like, okay, if I'm competing against a man or like, let's, let's just put it in, 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 I would say straight terminology. If I'm competing against a man, I'm going to make sure I use everything to my, my best (laughs) ability. You know what I'm saying? Right. If we want to just be ignorant, if we're using the ignorant way to say things, but, but I do think it could be a way to push women. So there's really no concrete, no no concrete, like, okay, this is right. And that's wrong. There's always like sides to things. And I try to make sure I look at side, the both sides. And I yeah. don't want to just sit and just be like, oh, this is this and that's that. And that's the end, because really, realistically, it's not, you know, because we, we're living in a time and era where, you know, you know, LGBTQ was not accepted. Right, 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 right. Yeah. So, so, yeah, so, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, you know, this this podcast is a matter of expressing different ideas and being respectful, though, you know, um, yeah. I could say very frankly, uh, I don't agree with the LGBTQ lifestyle. Like that's mm-hmm. that's my prerogative. That's my religion. Um, it doesn't right. mean that I want to use hurtful language towards you guys or pass laws that are going to hurt you. You know, like I probably right. I kind of fall in a category that really not even all LGBTQ 
you like TQ? Um, hey, agree man, with listen. Right? It's confusing. There's too many. You just need like you just need a lot of like letters. Two or three, yeah, like two or three. You need a lot of they're, letters. They're adding more. But anyway, not <laughs> even the people who are in that in that community don't agree that right. hate speech should be illegal. But I do. Mm -hmm. I believe that hate speech should be illegal because mm -hmm. it's the same thing as when they say you can't walk into a movie theater and shout like fire or whatever, like. Mm -hmm. Because it has the potential to hurt people, you know, like, and let's, I'm sorry to use this example, but let's just say, because th this was in a movie, um, Bruce Willis was in a movie, uh, a Die Hard, I, I believe it was Die Hard, but mm -hmm. the, the guy forces him, they have like a bomb on something, and they literally force him to go hold a sign that says, I hate N-words, okay, mm -hmm. I'm not going to use the word, mm -hmm. but, so, even doing something like that, even if it's likely to cause harm to yourself because if you go out and do that chances are someone's going to walk up and do something to you right so even right. if you do some kind of speech like that technically it's free speech but it's likely to cause harm to yourself you, you know mm -hmm. so so speech in which you're using in which you're trying to cause some kind of violence like even what donald trump did in the the capital riots like that mm -hmm. should not be protected speech in my opinion but i mean we could agree to disagree on that point uh, whether or not it could or it should but i would understand people would say hey this is a totally free rights issue and and and, and i i don't understand that you know i'm not going to sit mm -hmm. here and argue if that's what you believe like uh, i have my opinions and you have your opinions and but i think i think i think if you think of the letters of this podcast r h e respect humility and empathy uh one have respect for each other even if you disagree to have empathy which is to try to see from the other person's perspective. Mm -hmm. And three is have the humility to understand you don't have the solution to every last problem in the universe. You know, we're all learning, right. we're all we're all being flung into the universe together. And so it, it's a process in which we can learn and you know, let's try to grow from trying to see things from the other person's perspective. Uh, what do you think about that? Um, I think it's a definitely an interesting way to go about things. I think it is uh, a very nice way to go about things, especially when you disagree, you mm -hmm. know, on certain things, you know, um, treating people with respect and, um, and uh, try at least trying to understand, making the attempt mm -hmm. to understand mm -hmm. what's going on. Not saying that you agree, just because right. you understand right. doesn't mean you agree. You get right. what I mean? Right. Some people tend to mix the two and think that they 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 coincide, but no, they do not. You just because I understand doesn't mean I have to I, I necessarily agree with my personal views. Sure. So you know, I just feel like it's it is a really good way to um to like you know to to be be inviting and welcoming to people of different of differences. You get what I'm saying? Let's just Absolutely. say different, right? Because it, at the end of the day. Whether you believe in God or whether you believe in, you know, whatever, whatever religion you believe in, at the end of the day, we're all here for a reason, mm. exactly how mm. we are. So Preach if we're here for a reason, exactly how we are, well, then maybe you should be trying to figure out what that reason is instead of focusing on one thing that you don't care for, because that's all you know. And that's what you grew up around. You get what I'm saying? I'm gonna go get my organ, man. I'll just the rest of this okay, podcast. You just go it. on. You just right. you just kick it, and, sister. And listen, man. I'm ready for the Holy Ghost. Okay, I'm ready. <laughs> yeah. All right. You know, so you know what? Um, that being said, I do want to transition to the main topic. Right. If you'd like, at some point, um, I would like to just have a whole talk uh, about the whole LGBTQ 
ABC community. Right. I was uh-huh. going to say, what are the other, I, I don't want to, it's like, it's kind of a weird point because like, I, I have like a position that's not, um, it's not accepted from either, either side because like the atheist or the LGBT, they want me to affirm and no, I don't affirm. But then mm-hmm. the conservatives want me to discriminate and to hate, and I know I'm not going to do that either. So I can't right. make either side happy. So it's uh, it would be interesting to have a whole full conversation on that later on if you are interested. But the main right. topic of what we are talking about is like training and kind of like mentality and things like that. And so okay. specifically about boxing and. Uh, well, just, you know, I think the same principles in life uh, with boxing. Uh, can you tell me that? Do you, do you think that the principles you learn in boxing are transferable to your daily life? Honestly, anything that you learn is transferable into your, your regular life. So my mentor used to tell me, whatever you do in one area, it's going to spill over into other areas. So it doesn't matter what it is. If you have discipline in one area, it will spill over. If you don't have discipline, it will spill, it will spill over. So whether it's boxing, whether it's, you know, whatever, whatever uh, sport that you do, or if it isn't a sport, whatever you do on a regular basis, you know, in one area of your life, it will spill over. There is no question about it in some, in one way or another, you know, in some shape, form or fashion, it will spill over. You may not be able to recognize it. Uh, you may not recognize it at all, but it does. You know, even even if it's minute, it still spills over. So most definitely, I definitely believe that um, if you you're learning boxing, um, it will you know, and you learn that skill, and because there's more that come that that comes to it than the skill. You know, that there's actual like emotions behind it. You know, a, men- right. a certain mentality behind it. So you'll start to apply that mentality and those emotions with other things also. You know, you develop yeah. discipline. You develop a lot. You know, with 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 boxing. You know, right. or any martial art. That's an interesting way to put it. Mm-hmm. Um, I think you're right in that sense. Like, one, you may not realize it directly, but it does. Uh, things do spill. Like, people try to com- compartmentalize their lives, and it's, it's not exactly as easy to compartmentalize as you might think. One, right. we recently just had an Olympian who spent like 12 years in prison, and then he got out and then became an Olympian afterwards which is a crazy, mm-hmm. amazing story. And that's one of the things that he said there when we asked, like, what are your advice for anyone who's trying to overcome whatever situation that they're in? And he says, is how you do one thing is how you do all things. Like people want to skip corners on the little small things. And he said that it's not, you can't always do, like it's going to, it's going to affect the other realm and in and, and, and one way or another, you know, whether or not, whether you realize it or not. So right. uh, that being said, Okay, first of all, so how long have you been boxing for? Ooh, so I've been boxing. Oh, let's see. Let's see, we're in 21, right? So probably I've been boxing for like maybe seven years, six, seven years. Wow. You can answer these from boxing or just in life in general. Um, I would like to hear both. Uh, don't don't limit yourself to one. But uh, how do you overcome mental blocks in life? Me personally, right? So uh, if you're asking me personally, and um, first of all, I want to say there's no concrete answer when it comes to overcoming mental blocks. And the reason why is because everybody is made differently. 
thinks differently, grew up in different environments, et cetera. So there's really no concrete answer. There are answers that we have in common that you can use, that you can apply and see if it works for you, but there is no concrete answer. For me, um, when I start, when I did have a mental block, I had to find my motivation, you know? So, and most of the time it was something simple, something that made me happy, something that made me genuinely happy that I enjoyed doing. And um, in me enjoying doing this one thing, it kind of opened up, you know, my eyes and um, my my um, focus on other things, you know. So I actually literally took my focus off of what the mental block was and put my focus on what was making me happy. So it so sometimes I would just draw because I, I can draw um, pretty well. So I just draw and I'd feel good. I'd feel happy and I run with that feeling. Um, and, and sometimes I would listen to a certain song at a certain time, you know, I'd get the feeling to listen to a certain song at a certain time. And, and that would, would help build, build on what I already started, the little bit of happiness that I already started, you know, brewing. And then, um, and the more I started doing things that were making, genuinely making me happy, the more that mental block started to just fade. And I started to kind of see different ideas and, 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 um, see like different ways of doing things and whatever I had, whatever the issue was at the time, I was able to just get, get past it, you know, little by little doing these little things, doing things like take literally taking myself away from it and finding something that made me happy. Wow. You know, and just focusing on my happiness for that's a second. That's so interesting that you're yeah. talking about the happiness there. That's, that's, that's really fascinating. That that's where you, you seem to, to 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 make that connection there. So that's I, I really hope someone listening will 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 hear that and have it stick out to them. By the way, I love your southern draw. Like I love how you guys can't pronounce the letter I. It's like it's not time, it's time or ma 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 wow actually I have a uh I have a, a UK host from from the England and so mm. they have some interesting little ways that they say stuff so yeah. they like when when they, like when they're a they put eyes in their a so they don't say day they say die so, so I tell him I type to him sometimes I say good die my I'm like like I want to die to die so <laughs> I, I kind of just joke with him it's basically you play too much you play too much that's what it is that's all you're telling me you play too much well no we, we just want people laughing in these podcasts so we don't right we don't absolutely want to too seriously uh okay absolutely. so uh where do you find motivation uh in life what gives you motivation um you know um and just tying back into that happiness um uh, when i'm happy i feel motivated um i feel motivated to do something so let's say um, I'm happy about something in particular, right? Uh, I'm happy about uh, uh, um, uh, maybe just winning a fight, right? Mm -hmm. um, it, that motivates me to want to keep fighting, you know? Um, let's say I have a bill that's due, um, but I just found a job on Craigslist or something mm -hmm. like that. Mm -hmm. Finding that job or finding that ad to get possibly get a job makes me happy and it motivates me to go keep looking for another job. You get what I mean? When you when you when you really take the time out to try to make yourself happy, you start opening up doors, you know, to to other places 
that you didn't think that you would you would be able to. You can't open a door in a negative mindset necessarily, not the kind of door that you're looking for necessarily. You know, unless you're just full-fledged negative and that's all you're looking for is negative or, you know, you ever seen somebody that's full of drama? Like, everywhere they go, it's always mm-hmm. some drama. They, drama. You, they can't go nowhere. It's a problem. They got somebody to talk about, somebody to gossip about. Mm-hmm. That's the door mm-hmm. they keep opening. You know, that's what makes them happy, unfortunately or fortunately. That's what makes them happy. So you have to have that same mindset when it comes to um, motivation. Like, what's going to make me happy? If it makes me happy, it's going to make me feel good. And if I feel good, I can do good. You get what I'm saying? That's just the idea. If I feel good, I'm going to do good. You know? Wow. I've never made those kind of connections that you're making like that. So I think that's, uh, and that's very powerful that you're saying that. Why is it the case that most people don't achieve their goals and their dreams? Like, I could safely say that the majority, like over 50%, they're not doing the things that they want to do they ha- they're sometimes stuck in jobs that they don't want to be in or they have mm-hmm. an idea to do a book or to start a business or to mm-hmm. travel or wh- whatever it might be that they don't mm-hmm. get around to doing that uh, i don't i tell you this for me personally a big part of my life i was really focused on trying to please other people which was my mom mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. i didn't pursue the education that i wanted to pursue because my mom was strong army me to go and to pursue ministry and so she was mm-hmm. pushing me to go into bible college and i didn't want to do that because i well i wasn't really a believer uh she was trying to force me to find my faith but i mean i found my faith very later on 32 years of age in my life but mm-hmm. i was doing that for her one so it wasn't legitimate it wasn't it wasn't a legitimate conversion that i was having you know well at bible college so it it wasn't even to my benefit but as a result of doing that i couldn't pursue my desires and education so i was really focused on doing that and it held me back in my life it it continually holds me back that if i would have done what i'd wanted to have done rather than trying to appease my mom Mm -hmm. so that's you know that's an issue for me but uh, what did you say for your uh other people can you give me an idea Um, uh, and I'm, I'm trying to make it as simple, short, sweet to the point. Um, I'm not going to lie. Most people that are in that predicament, they stop believing that they can reach their goals. They stop believing. Mm-hmm. That's and, true. um, sometimes, uh, and this isn't, like I said, there's no concrete answer, but, um, this is definitely an aspect of it. And, um, when you stop believing, you know, you just stop everything you stop the whole ship you stop the whole ship because the ship is moving based on how much you're believing you know or if you're believing in in what you're doing or what you say you want to do or not um and in your case right because it can work either way you believed in your mother more than your actual dream that you had and so because you believed in what she was saying so much you know trying to appease her and trying to make things you know what i mean like trying to trying to make things happen for her it 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 you there was no room or no way you could believe in in what you really wanted to do you you there was really no time to because you're too busy believing in what mom said because what mom says that's what it is and then I, I believe what she's saying is right to some degree to some extent not saying that's specifically what was going on but there was belief there that you believe that mom was right mm-hmm. so let me go do what mom says do 
I want to make sure mom is happy. So I believe in mom. So it, it, that happens a lot. You know, people stop believing, you know, they, they don't get their first sale. Ah, oh, man, I, I don't think this is for me anymore. You know, they don't get the, the, the clientele that they thought they would get. Ah, oh, man, this, this isn't it for me anymore. You know, meanwhile, you have people like Jack Maher who didn't actually, you know, uh, I think he, he got rich off of it, or maybe he started building on Alibaba at 40. You wow. know, so it took him a long time to get, but he didn't stop believing that he could do something. He just probably didn't know what it was specifically. And, um, and so just a quick thing to, to help, help people believe habits, man, habits, what you do on a regular basis makes the difference. It helps you believe. Okay. So the, the idea is, is the more I practice something, the more it becomes a habit, uh -huh. the more it becomes uh -huh. a habit, the more I believe. You get what I'm saying? So, yeah. and, um, and that's how you can keep your belief going. You got to keep practicing whatever it is that you say that you want, or you, you're going to do, you know, so that you can get to the point to where you believe you actually believe in it and will come rain, hail, sleet or snow. You're going to make it happen by any means necessary. You're going to keep on believing in it. Now I know they say, well, you know, some people, they have this, this false sense of um security in something that they're doing or maybe they've been doing it for a long time and it's just like it's not getting anywhere they're not going anywhere with it you know they're they're not you know what i'm saying it's just like why yeah, are you yeah. doing this it's not it's not making any sense for you to keep doing it you know but at the same time i'm looking at it like this that's not your your it's not your position okay it's not it's not for you to tell that person they can't keep doing it if he, right, right, if right. this man is 60 years old and he want to keep rapping let him rap right. maybe he will go viral who knows you get what i'm saying maybe he yeah. will. maybe he just enjoy doing it maybe he likes his little little bit of fans that he has you know that enjoy him rapping at 60. yeah you know, speaking of 60 uh yeah Snoop Dogg's getting pretty up there and that fool's old i think he's like 50 years old he's up there yeah. uh you like snoop by the way he all right. We good. I, I remember when that stuff first came out, man. Like that was, that was like the ultimate rebellion for like my Christian parents because right. the kind of stuff they were. And I honestly, I had no idea what they were talking about. They were like mm. rolling down the street, smoking Indo. I knew you should say that. Like, on that? And juice. Yeah, I didn't even right. know. What, I I literally didn't even know what that stuff was. I was singing it and stuff. You know what I mean? Like right, right, like, right. But. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I grew up on that stuff. I don't know. The mumble rap, I cannot get into that. Like I was I was under the impression, like part of the reason why you like rap is because you know, like if you went around and messed with some of these uh, rappers, like they might bust a cap in you or you might get roughed up. <laughs> you see some of these guys with yellow and yellow braces and I mean it's yeah. they got pink hair and they look like uh they look yeah. like they belong like in japan at one of those uh uh one of those cosplay cosplays events. yeah yeah yeah, yeah. I'll, cosplay tell you I'll tell you something yeah. crazy about japan you might like be in japan and be on like a subway and yeah. you might literally just see like one of those cosplay characters and you're like what the heck like <laughs> like they yeah, just they walk, walk around, around like, like it's it's they're the, really it's into the that thing. They're really yeah, into that. Yeah, so, it's the actually, same. so I do want to ask you another question. Um, Absolutely. Don't think I'm messing around on my phone over here. I'm looking at. Hey man, the, I, I got my tripping. questions right here. Yeah. You got that headset on. I know you're listening to something. Uh, so, okay, 
Yeah, so this question is, we'd like to provide our questions in advance so that people have an mm -hmm. opportunity to think about them and that we're not, right. we don't want to catch people off guard. You know what I mean? So yeah. Um, yeah. we're not, we don't try to get you gotcha questions or anything like that. So, but here's, this question's not on there, but how do you go from like loss to loss or failure to failure and continue to go forward? And I do want to tell you this, because about two years ago, I started a business and literally, okay, so before I started the business, I read this book by, you know, Joel Osteen? Yes, I do. Yeah. So I, I'm, I'm sure even if you're not, even if you're not a Christian, you can listen to that stuff and take a lot out of what he said, yeah. because it's very positive. That, that's kind of like uh, one of the biggest criticisms that people say about him, that He's just like 99% like positive thinking and and like 1% Jesus Christ. But, uh, but I, <laughs> I enjoy listening to him because I need to be motivated and I need to be uplifted a lot of times. But anyway, he had right. a book where he says like, you need to be able to accept 20, 20, 20 no's for every yes. Mm. And, I, and I read that and I was like, that's ridiculous. Like there's no way I could accept 20 no's for every yes. But literally, mm -hmm. when I started that business, I had to accept like 200 straight no's. Like yes. literally 200 or more straight no's. Yeah. And so in the middle of that, I was like, what am I doing? Like day after day, I'm going and I'm, and I'm doing this. I don't have, it's been six months. I haven't made $1. I've mm -hmm. lost thousands of dollars now at this point. Mm -hmm. uh, but I think in about six months, I got one and then I got two and then three and then four and then five and then six, just like. Right, so, right. How do you, uh, or how, not not just you, I'm, I I don't mean you specifically. Well, you can right, right, you, just in general. How do people in general right. uh, continue on their on their nose, let, continue on the nose or the failures? Because I mm -hmm. honestly believe this now at 39 years old of age, I've learned way more from failure, failing, failing, than I have from success. Mm. So difficult times grow you and they make you think about things differently. So uh, what's your, what's your- uh... My take on that for sure. Um, and you, you, hit the, you hit it right on the head when you said that you learn. This is my philosophy, right? And uh, everything that I'm saying is regurgitated. Somebody said it at some point in time, I'm just repeating it and saying it in my own way with this right, beautiful right. voice, right? Literally, you win and you learn. You don't lose. You win, you learn. That's it. That's literally it. If you focus on losing, well, how you upset that you're losing. If you focus on learning, you're going to continue to learn. It may feel like losing, but it's not really a loss because you got you gained something. You know, so it may not be paper money that you're looking for that you gain, but you gain knowledge on something that can help you get closer to the paper money. Right. You know, so you win and you learn. You don't lose. That's that's something that I stick to, and that's what's helped me stay afloat. Now, um, for somebody that's struggling and they they keep they're going, and it's just like it's not working. I feel like the next step is to definitely open yourself up like entirely to um, the spiritual side of things. Because sometimes we try so hard physically that we forget the other parts 
the mental, the emotional, the spiritual, you know, and I feel like it's super important to connect with your spiritual, with the, with whatever spirituality you believe in, you know, to, to help you along and to help you understand what's going on, the dynamics that's happening. Um, and, uh, and now if you don't believe in anything but yourself, connect with yourself, mm-hmm. you get what I'm saying? There's always something that you can connect to that's outside of, um, the tangible that, that you can actually like start working on. Even if you just sit and listen to affirmations, mm-hmm. you know, concerning your business or concerning you, the relationship that you, you feel like is failing, you know, whatever it is that you need, or you're looking for answers, you can always listen to affirmations to help, help bring that along. And, um, I feel like that's always like something to consider, not saying that that's going to be the answer to all of your problems, but it will help you, you know, get through that muck a little bit easier if you start tapping into other parts of yourself that you ignore on a regular. So if you working hard, not you working 90 hours for your business and you're only getting maybe one customer a week or one customer a month. Okay. And you're not satisfied with that. You have to look outside of what you're physically doing, you know, who you, who else, you know, cause sometimes connecting with people isn't enough. What you're physically doing isn't enough. Sometimes you got to tap into whatever it is that you truly believe, whether it's your, it, even if it's yourself, you have to, you, you, you should take that time to do that. So and yeah, yeah, definitely. In, in, in my opinion now, definitely in my opinion, not saying that that's going to work for everybody, but it will work, oh, that's good. you know, yeah. um, to some, to some degree for somebody. So, so Here's another question. Um, what mental ratio mm-hmm. do you think there mental ratio mental to physical mm-hmm. ratio do you think there is in boxing or MMA? Like do you think it's 80, 20, um, mm-hmm. 90, 10? Like where would you where would you say that that is? Like is it 50 50? Um for me it's a hundred percent mental. It's a hundred percent mental. Um there's been studies that shown that when you, um, they did a study and I, I have to go back in my notes and reference it. They did a study where, um, they had some people lined up and they had them do a test. So everybody that thought about physically being fit, like a, a certain muscle being bigger, all they needed to do was every day for the next like 10 to 12 days, or I think maybe a couple of weeks, they had to think about that muscle getting bigger. Mm-hmm. And um, then they had another set of people who thought about their muscles getting weaker every day for a certain time period at the same time, like at the same time every day. And so what they found out was um, the people that that everybody literally they got the results that they that they meditated on or that they were forced to think on at a certain time. Literally. Right. I've heard that. I've heard that before. Yeah. Yeah. So it's definitely real. It's definitely Actually, real. Something to, yeah, yeah, I'm listening. No, 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 go ahead. Good. I'm, I'm yeah. listening. So literally all, all I'm saying is, is things react to you. Uh-huh. You know, not the other way around. You know, um, that's really how, that's really what happens. Things react to you. If you're thinking negatively, that's what you get. If you're thinking positively, that's what you get. Um, and you get it in different ways and, and at different times. So you can't really time it. But whatever you got brewing in your head, trust me, it's going to be brewing on the outside, you know? So, and that's really the idea is for, for, uh, at least with fighting, 
it's it's a hundred percent mental in my opinion. You have you there is no way you're gonna get up to do anything physical if you're not mentally getting yourself prepared. How are wow. you gonna go get up and go running in the morning if you don't even have it on your mind to go running the night before mm-hmm. or that early or super early that morning? Mayweather mm-hmm. don't get up at, at three in the morning and just start running without his brain. You know what I'm saying? Or without thinking about it, he has to already say, you know what, I'm gonna get up three in the morning, I'm gonna go run. Yeah. Or if he wakes up at three in the morning, he's like, yeah, I'm ready to go run. You get what I'm saying? So 100% yeah. in my opinion. That is fascinating that you say that. I mean, if you listen to, um, if you listen to some people, uh, I'm not sure if you ever saw the movie um, Little Giants, but I think Lawrence, I, you might not even remember this guy, Lawrence Taylor. Not Football. quite. NFL, one of the worst, most nasty linebackers to ever exist. This uh-huh. guy was just a monster. Any chance you know Warren Sapp? Yeah, I've heard of Warren okay. Sapp now. So he's just yeah. on that level of just like oh, kind okay. of guys. Speaking of mental, like the night before, you're just having nightmares about entering to this guy, entering on the field of this guy. But anyway, he's on this movie and he says, he says, uh, he says football is like uh, I'm gonna I know I'm gonna totally butcher this, but he says something that's like 80% physical and 80% physical and 40% mental. And you're like, mm. what? What the heck? That's like 120. It's like you gotta go overboard. You can't just give mm. 100%, right? You mm. got you literally have to give uh 110%. So he was saying you gotta right. give 120%. Um, mm-hmm. because any chance you ever saw the movie Gattaca? Yes, I did. Okay. So you know the part where the guy winds up beating the android because yeah. he says, he says, I saved all my, en-. no, he says, I used all my energy getting there mm-hmm. and, and, and I used, so basically that whole part was him yep, reaching a different side of himself, right? So that's, literally. that's really good. Okay. Um. Okay. And honestly, actually, before we we uh, skip to the next one, when he said that 80-40, right, I can understand it being physical because some people are much more, you know, tangible, like physical, which is one of the main reasons why I got into uh, personal training because I felt like there were a lot of people who wanted to attack things physically first. So, all right. So somebody come in the gym, they have a problem. I don't know what the problem is. You know, and it really doesn't matter what the problem is. But guess what? We're gonna learn some boxing. I'm gonna let you hit this bag. You're gonna hit these mitts, and we're gonna we're gonna I'm gonna let you feel. I'm gonna let you let it go physically, so that we can get to the mental part of it. You get what I'm saying? So some people yeah, work opposite. Yeah. They're like, man, working hard physically, it, it gets them there mentally, and then then they can start to you know discover what's going on mentally and how things really work mentally. So I can understand you know his philosophy for sure. Um. If you haven't, I'm, I'm sure you probably either have or you've at least heard of it, but have you ever read um, Sung Tzu's uh, Art of War? No, I haven't. But, but I'm sure you've I heard haven't. of it, though, because... Yeah, I have. Yeah, yeah. Um, if, if nothing else, you should really listen to it on... Um, you can listen to it on YouTube. But it talks mm-hmm. in there a lot about, like, mentality and fighting your, your, your foe. And it talks mm-hmm. about how a lot of warfare is based off of um trickery and deception 
that like you mm -hmm. try to project that you're stronger than you actually are. And mm -hmm. and there's actually an, an application in that as far as uh, like the law of attraction. You got to see yourself as you want to be, you know, not as you are mm -hmm. right now. You got to see yourself in the and you have to hold on to that image of yourself being successful and uh, overcoming whatever it is. So I got a last question for you. Um, yeah, so here's the last question. Uh, what do you think compels people to put their safety on the line in a ring? Uh, that, I mean, yes, there's, there's the reward, the payoff that you might get, but that seems kind of like counterintuitive uh, a lot of the ways to hurt yourself, to train for the physical. Because from what I've heard from people who do MMA, like you have to get your butt kicked on a daily mm. basis to be able to endure that in the ring. Like you got to get physically hurt daily so that whenever you actually do step in the ring um, and someone's kicking you and someone's punching you in the face that like, you, you know, that you don't, it doesn't just totally cause you to melt down. So mm -hmm. how do people, how do people do that? Like, I, I don't think that's something I could do. Maybe I'm wrong about that, but that doesn't seem like, like if someone's punching me in the face, cause I'm just not a confrontational kind of person. It seems right. like that would cause me to like shut down. You know what I mean? So, right. What do you right. think about that? Oh man, you know it's the adrenaline rush. Um, it, just to put it kind of simple, um, at least uh, for for a lot of people, it, it is a it's a adrenaline rush to be able to get in there and really showcase what it is that you've been you've been working your behind off for. You know, to to be able to to be able to put this person to have this person in front of you, and let's see who's the best. It's an adrenaline rush, honestly. Um, the reward is, is great. Um, but if you're talking about when, when you first get in there, you know, why in the world would you want to get in there when you could potentially lose your life? Right. Well, it's the, it's the adrenaline rush. You know, you get a certain type of rush when you train and you're doing well when you train. It's like, man, you know, I am, I really am getting good or I am pretty good. Mm -hmm. Well, when you actually get into a cage or a boxing ring with somebody, it's a whole nother level of, of, of. I got I got to let me see if I can really do this. You know, let me prove to myself if I can really do this. So it's it's a mix of things for sure, but you know, um a lot a, a lot of it does um um fall on that adrenaline like, man, you know, I'm I'm just excited to do this. I've been training so hard, I've been working so hard. Let me see if I can really do what it what it is that I've been doing in the gym. Let me see if I can really beat this person, you know, who's unbeatable or or you know, who's bigger than me or taller than me you know, or whatever the situation is. So, you know, it's, it's, it's a mix of things, but I definitely, I definitely jumped in it, it, the adrenaline, man. I, I enjoyed it. All and right. I felt like I got beat up so much to where, listen, there is no other beating that I could take that I can't handle at this point. You know, yeah. you, get yeah. whoop, you get whooped good. Yeah. You get a real whooping in the gym. So, <laughs> for sure. so I would like you to, to close off by telling me of, uh, what exactly it is you offering? Can people do it on Zoom or just have to be in person? And do you have a website or social media, anything like that you can talk about? Um, so, right, so I'm currently, um, I'm most active on Facebook and um, and I've been just, you know, moving around with different podcasts and doing interviews on different podcasts. So I have uh, quite a few of them lined up on my page and I'm still collecting them, still collecting them for sure. Um, so, uh, I do offer personal training, both virtual and in person. I'm currently serving the Gainesville, Ocala, um, Orlando areas. Uh, so anywhere in those areas in Florida, 
I am serving those. Uh, I am willing to travel because I am a travel uh, traveling trainer. So I am willing to travel for the right price. Uh, I'm also um, offering mentoring uh, slash mindset coaching as well. Um, so, and that's virtual or in person. It depends on, you know, the person and what they're looking for. So if it's something that you're interested in, you're more than welcome to contact me via Facebook. That's Ash Kimbe. That's A-S-H space K-E-M-B-A-I on my yeah. Facebook. We'll, also, we'll if you enjoy what I, yeah, yeah. Say that again. We'll, we'll put a link to that in, in the description. Yeah. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Um, also, if you enjoy, you know, listening to me talk, you know what I'm saying? You know, you enjoy you enjoy my vibration, right? You're more than welcome to donate to my cash app for sure. Um, because everything is going towards where I'm going and what I'm doing. So that cash app is dollar sign A S H K three five two. So if you if you want to, um, you, it's definitely up to you. You know, it's not mandatory or anything like that. Um, but I definitely do accept donations on my cash app. And I do appreciate everyone who has um, donated thus far um, yeah. to my cause, for sure. Yeah, I'm um, kind of blown away by you, honestly. Not many people understand a lot, a lot of things that you're saying. And it really shows in their lives. It, even the whole drama thing that you're talking about, people having a lot of drama and carrying it around. Your life like mm -hmm. i've been there i certainly have been there i'm at a different stage in my life now but it, i wish i would have learned these lessons when i was 20 years old you know so if you're out there and helping people i i think you know just a big part of it is that you you don't have education about certain things and i'm not talking about going to school i'm talking about just mm -hmm. learning you know and so mm -hmm. i have had to forgive myself for being a different way in my life in another lifetime mm -hmm. because i just mm -hmm. didn't know the things that i know now you know so mm -hmm. if you can if you can learn from other people like one of my favorite quotes is like a fool never learns from their mistakes a smart man learns from his own mistakes but a wise man learns from the mistakes of others so if you can take mm -hmm. wisdom from other people from books or podcasts uh like you really need to start your own podcast uh sister you oh, really man. need your own like that's just beyond <laughs> because because yeah here's the other thing too it's like there's not a lot of people especially like from the hood like they're mm. not going to go and listen to these 45 year old uh male motivational um white caucasian um speakers like that's not going to jive for them so right. having a younger person who understands the language the lingo has some flavor mm. some spice right uh, right i know y'all like that spice down south so Right. Show you right. Show you right. <laughs> yeah. So, so really, really, I mean, it's, it's something I would definitely, you would have your first subscriber right here, but even if you just stick to I Facebook or, or Instagram, just, or TikTok releasing one or two minute videos, like I think you could help out a lot of people. And then that would also serve to help you get clients in the future, you know, and I certainly know from my end, I have a lot of resources I would like to uh, help you out with because, uh, you are definitely doing some good things. So uh, much really appreciated, man. Thank you so much. I definitely appreciate it for sure. Um, and it, and I like that philosophy because it's right along the lines of one that I have myself. A master is a never-ending student. You know, so mm. you know, I, I I'm always learning and I'm always growing. There's there'll never be a time where I don't I'm not growing. Even in my death, I'll still be growing. I'm going somewhere. You get what I mean? I'm go I'm going into something. I'm growing into something. So. 
You know, I'm I'm never I'll never stop learning. Just because my opinions and the things that I've said today are what they are now doesn't mean they're gonna be like that in five minutes because right. I can have an epiphany. You get what I'm saying? And be like, yeah, oh, wait, yeah, yeah. Maybe this works like this a little bit, you know. So it's a never-ending sharing. Um, yeah. And I don't want anybody to get accustomed to me being some kind of guru or somebody that's just going to stick to this particular philosophy and that's it and that's all because that's not really how it works for me. So I can't give something that does not work for me that way. You get what I'm saying? I have to go along with how I'm growing. And um, and and I look forward to other people, you know, um, definitely growing from 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 anything that we've discussed because you've discussed many things also that are um definitely relevant and uh definitely life-changing also you know is even with sharing parts of your personal story so and i feel like um you you're doing an amazing job with what you're doing and i definitely appreciate you for the uh, opportunity i look forward to doing some more work with you because i feel like man we might have to team up right yeah quick. we might have a little gold mine on something you know what i'm saying that's Korea and Florida, stop playing. There you go. <laughs> All right, playing. you know, that being said, uh, we want to thank you so much for joining us today. Uh, you can check us out on our website at www.rhcpodcast.com and check out some of our other videos where we're interviewing people who have some very interesting and compelling stories. I think you're definitely in the top three as far as people. We're right up there with the Olympian that we interviewed. So uh, thank you for that. And we look forward to seeing you back at the next episode of RHC Podcast. Goodbye.